There's a lot to say when buying a new home or car, but only one thing to say that can help you protect them. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, a State Farm agent will be there to help you choose the coverage you need, no matter where you are in life. When you need coverage options, your State Farm agent is there to help, on the phone or in person. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash Wondery and use code Wondery for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash Wondery. Code Wondery. Welcome to the Nerdist Podcast. Oh my god, it's a semi-hostful intro. Mm. But this time... It's a Matt instead of a Jonah. What? Wash, wash, wash. Hey, guys. Go fuck yourselves. I'm Jonah. <laughs> <laughs> Classic Just Jonah. kidding. I'm Matt. <laughs> Someone was just saying on the Reddit the other day, I miss Matt. Oh, I miss and them, they, too. And, they were, and I said, they, they, there was a little bit of skepticism as to your schedule. And I was like, guys, we are all doing the best we can. Skepticism as far as what? They're like, can he really be that busy? And they're like, yeah. 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 (laughs) Yeah. I've been telling people you're dead. (laughs) Why would you do that? Because it makes it cooler when I come back. Yeah. It's like an urban legend thing. Catholicism's built on. Eventually, someone comes back from the dead. Well, uh, the sponsor for this episode is. Make yourself a messiah there. Sure did. Wow. (laughs) So, question about that complex that's going on there. (laughs) But. Uh, this episode is Corey Taylor from Slipknot, who I didn't know before. And one of our bookers, Debbie, was like, you got to have Corey on. He's really great. And I was like, okay. And uh, he was fucking awesome. Yeah. He was awesome. Might be one of my favorite guests we've ever had. <laughs> he was super funny and uh, just like mega nerd. Knows his action figures. He knows his action figures, and he's a good, solid dude. Uh, Slipknot's new album, Point Five, The Gray Chapter, is out now. Uh, and they just had their uh, their festival that we uh, not fest not fest where they couldn't fest. they couldn't burn the poop. You can't burn poop at a festival. They, they were going to have that be a scent. It was going to be a donkey poop. Donkey poop was going to be burning, as, as, so you could enjoy that for the festival. But the town said uh, no. Oh well. So everything but that. Yeah, everything but that fest, went pretty but, well. Uh, yeah, I'm very 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 happy to. Uh, and now now that I know uh, what a what a great guy he is, he will definitely be back on the podcast at some point. Um, whenever he feels like it, I guess. Yeah, maybe he can come on and talk about Master Chief Junior with us. <laughs> that is a different thing again, Matt. It's not. It's not at all. Oh, what you're, it's, you have a different idea. About I do what that love is. the Slipknots, though. No, that's <laughs> just Slipknot. They're slipping There's on no, nuts. No, no, no. no they're they the Slipknots. They're not the Slipknots. Slip nuts at this yeah, point. Slipping too. on nuts. No, they don't. <laughs> Now, you're t- now that's just that's like a bad improv group. Conan bit. <laughs> slip <with> nuts. Slip nuts. <laughs> is that where you? Is that where you slip on nutshells? Or that's exactly what they do in the Conan bit. <laughs> the slip nuts. John Glazer. A shear is in it. I think they did Sketchfest a couple. Okay. Of years well, I'm, I, I missed the way you derailed now, the show, man. Now that now that we've drifted into a real thing. <laughs> yeah. It was a real thing the whole time. No one else got my reference. No, it was me. good. Well, okay. It was a couple of people at home probably Gordon enjoyed Ramsey it. Thing wasn't Listen, a real if thing. you enjoyed my Slipnuts reference, tweet me with hashtag Slipnuts, yes. And, and uh, that was Matt Myra, who will be able to resurface the podcast in another couple of months. Uh, <laughs> God damn it. Eh, well, more hostfuls. <laughs> Listen, I'm around. 
Great! Let's do this! Schedule them! I do! No, you schedule Corey Taylor! (laughs) (laughs) And what a delight he was. He was great. You couldn't have done it at that time. Every time I ask you if you can do the podcast, you're like, I got too much shit to write for your show. Well, it's true. Well, the New York... I gotta write hashtags. (laughs) Now that the New York stuff is... uh, Now that we'll be out of the New York... Crosshairs, I think. Uh, yeah, well, we, now New York, we'll, get, we'll get through New York, and uh, which will be super fun. We'll get through it we'll together. Have that extra load of work. Yeah. <laughs> All right. More hostfuls coming soon, but right now, Corey Taylor, Nerds Podcast number 591. Roll the thing. Now entering Nerdist.com. Wrong number? How's it going? All right. Thank you. I know you just flew in and came oh, straight dude, to this. No, I, I wasn't missing this. What were, where were you? Uh, just in Vegas. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. We have a house in Vegas and a house in Des Moines, so yeah, I just kind of just kind of bounce back and forth. You could not have two more opposite environments. You'd think. Really? You'd think, yeah. But my wife's family is, is based out of Vegas. And then uh, I still have a house in Des Moines because my okay. you know, my son still lives there and my grandma lives there. So we just kind of hop back and forth, you know, and it just, it just makes sense. We stay as far from the strip as humanly possible. It's ridiculous. I know. The, you know, like the, our listeners in Vegas get really annoyed when, we're, when, we, <laughs> when, we, when we presuppose that Vegas is really just yeah, the strip. Yeah, that there yeah. are a lot of actually a lot. It's actually of, much uh, more uh, uh, Burbank than it is strip, <laughs> yeah, to be honest. Because it's very flat, you know. Yeah. It's like a lot of suburbs and a lot of box communities. Hot as yeah. fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, you ain't kidding. <laughs> and one of my favorite punk rock bars, the Double Down Saloon. Yes. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah, like, never been there without seeing a brawl. That's probably a yeah yeah I could back that yeah. absolutely <laughs> yeah what is, what is it about the double down saloon it's you? just a fucking the just, walls yeah. sweat let's put it that way yeah. it's it's pretty oogie it's just you know it's just this rundown dive bar that like punks and metalheads kind of took over yeah and it's uh yeah every time I've been there one time I saw a band playing and then the band one of the guys in the band kicked like a table and then a big fight started to break out with the band <laughs> and the guy. Uh, and, and then more people jumped in. And then there was this guy sitting at the bar with his friend. And he notices the brawl going on. And he gets up kind of calmly and then goes to pick up a chair and starts to bring the chair up. <laughs> and then the guy he was sitting with, like, sees him and runs in front of him going, like, what are you doing? What are you? And the guy, and the guy kind of just shrugs and goes, like, uh, I don't know. You're right. And he puts the chair down. <laughs> and goes, like, yeah. It's kind of like the dude who's, like, he's uncomfortable. He wants to get in the pit and yeah. mosh. Yeah, that, so he kind of, you know, he's stretching out. Yeah, and yeah. It's like, and then. No, 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 not no. the right song. And then yeah. the ballad hits, and they're yeah. like, you know what? Let's I'll wait. I'll yeah. wait. I want to get in this bar fight. I better stretch out my quads <laughs> yeah. and uh, exactly. make Let's sure. Do you know, yeah. a lot of... One sec, guys. I'll be right there. I just got to. Yeah. I don't want to tear something. Yeah. It's all the just the pre breakdancing moves, just the kind of skipping <laughs> around, and then the na na na, kind of back it up. <laughs> I actually. Uh... I think all the things that Vegas is very famous for are the things that I actually don't like about Vegas. Yeah, but when you but I but I have been off the strip uh, quite a few times, and you're right, it is just like a nice, it's pretty you know, chill, little, yeah, it's, it's, it's really cool. But it's but it is the you can tell that much like. You know where you could uh, you could throw a you could throw a rock and hit ten actors in Los Angeles. <laughs> it's the same. Like you, when you get off the strip, you're like, 
Bouncer, bouncer, yeah. dancer, yeah. dancer, yeah. Uh, dealer, probably. Like they, uh, you know, the, the dancers can wear their camouflage all they want. We know that it's because it's it's always this, it's the same juicy sweatpants. Yes. Yeah. They're always pulling the carry-on bag. <laughs> and you can't hide those line, French tips. Yeah. And there's some kind of torn shirt that's just off the shoulder. You yeah. know, it's like you're either doing laundry or you're on the way to work. Yeah. So. yeah. Am I the only person that does not find French tip nails sexy in any way? Like I just like a scary. I, yeah, a little, a little scary. There's, there's some Nosferatu going there. Some Max Shrek. <laughs> like if Max Shrek was in drag, yeah. that was, yeah. that's what he looked like. Come in. <laughs> Look at and these tits. me. <laughs> Give me a dollar. Do not touch me. Uh, I, I, agree, I agree with the French tips. Because cause it makes everything that you do with your hands impossible. Right. And, there's, and there's a lot of this. Yeah. There's just a lot <laughs> of clicking. Gross. Yeah, yeah, it's like who needs ten styluses <laughs> on their fingers <laughs> trying to work? Wait a, a minute, phone. French tip capacitive stylus is a great idea Ooh. with Bluetooth. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> a, write it down. Of remember, course, like, remember, <laughs> there's a fetish. You know, what I'm yeah. actually surprised we don't have yet is that that scene in uh, Total Recall where the girl like po- kept poking her nails, yeah. and then they start yeah. change they change colors. Yeah. I'm surprised we don't have. They do on Photoshop. Yeah, no, I understand that, Jonah. I just, I mean, IRL. You oh, dick. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. They have yeah. bigger rounder butts on Photoshop <laughs> as well. What is uh, what is occupying most of your time these days? Is the Knotfest uh, taking? Yeah, over? yeah. I mean, it's it's getting down to the wire now. So it's uh, yeah. I mean, we're uh, doing rehearsals, um, albums. You know, it's the the promo for it is is really going well. So we're stoked about that. We're stoked about the excitement for you know all of the songs that we've been kind of releasing here and there to just build excitement for it. Um, I just saw pictures of the ridiculous set that we're, that we're doing. Um, oh my God, dude, it's, if somebody doesn't crack their skull completely open the first day, <laughs> second day, it's definitely happening. It's like, so I'm like, you know what? It's like I could cover on the first day, but you know what? I'm just going to go and bet on day two yeah. that someone's going to walk away with a gaping head wound. What I mean, made you decide this was an undertaking that you wanted to – because it's a pain in the ass just to put on one show. Oh, yeah, yeah, So yeah. why? how long is the festival? It's it's honestly it's it, technically it's three days, but we're headlining two. Okay, um, we're doing a pre like a pre uh, weekend party on Friday um, that Sid, our DJs, I think is going to de- uh, spin at and do some stuff. But we got bands that are actually playing that night, and then the actual t- uh, uh, the, everything starts so- uh, Saturday and Sunday. So we headline one night and then the second night. And so, and it's, but it's, it's essentially like, I don't know if you know, like download in England. Yeah. We were kind of trying to recreate that, you know, because we've got camping, we've got RVs like set up and we sold passes for that with like three day, like weekend passes. And, um, we've got rides, we've got, uh, fire eaters. We've got this thing that's called, what is that thing? The fire dome that is it the terror dome? With wrestlers inside of it, nice. like it's ridiculous. It's and like it it's like Mad Max meets the WWE. Like it looks <laughs> ridiculous, right? I just saw pictures. And I was like, we need it. Yeah, you know? Want it? We've got that. Um, now, are the are the rides really safe, Corey? Or no, oh, no, God, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, these rides make these rides makes like. They they make like a normal carnival seem like yeah. Six Flags. Yeah. These third tier, uh, we're bringing in fair. we're bringing in one that is actually from the Iowa State Fair, and we all kind of grew up going to the Iowa State Fair. And the one ride that we all looked forward to riding because we knew it would make us sick was this thing called the Ring of Fire. And all it is really is just it, it's like. It's a perpetual roller coaster, basically. It just uh, it just that's all it does. Oh, oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. So we're bringing that in. 
you know, to, yeah. to encourage, like if, if, if selling booze and fried foods wasn't enough, <laughs> you're throwing up on this ride. Yeah. So hey, it's in the movie big. That's uh, they have that, that ride in the movie. Big. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's, it's just a circle. Yeah, That's all it circle. is. And then it stops at the top. Yeah. So you're like, <laughs> then afterwards it's like, you know, 40 people got thrown off the ring of fire at not fest. And other people go, <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. exactly. It's, it works. Why, why did you sign a waiver? And yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what you're getting into. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, there's a lot of like a lot of really cool stuff that you know, and because we want to make it exciting, you know, it seems like people put on festivals these days, and it's just kind of the same run of the mill, you know, mediocre. Like here's your bands. There's a thousand of them. There's nine different stages. Oh, by the way, all twelve of the bands that you want to see are all playing at the, at same, the same time. time. Yeah, and you're just like really you know so we wanted to we wanted to shake it up it's like if you're waiting for a band to you know that you want to see you can go check out the rides or you know we have a, a uh, i think we're doing a repelling line oh nice uh, which is really cool i'm yeah. actually gonna go do that yeah. because i really <laughs> want to do that um yeah so i mean we're just trying to make something cool for us you know yeah. for the for the metal fans for the hard rock fans you know yeah. is this going to be an annual event do you think i don't know i mean people keep asking like, they ask me that they ask me if it's going to be a tour and I think it'd be, it'd be closer to like an annual event, you know, mm-hmm. where, and we can do it in like three or four different cities, you know, and give us time that we can move everything yeah. there. So everyone gets to experience it. When you put it, when you make it a tour, then you're limiting yourself. There's only so much you can bring with you because it's going to be, you know, it's so not cost effective yeah. to, you know, bring all that crap with you. So I think if we make it a destination, like different, like bigger cities, you know, and, and just make it different cities every year, then it might make it a little more exciting. That's pretty cool. So it's yeah. like a Ren fair for thrashers. Basically, yeah. <laughs> and I encourage everyone to wear their poet shirts. <laughs> but please, no, no crows, all right? Every time somebody dresses as a crow, and it's just, it's bad. <laughs> I'm quoting South Park, I apologize. Yeah. They bring a crow and peck someone's face off. <laughs> it's very difficult to train a crow. Please stop yes, training. Yes, you don't have that much time. Yeah. Okay, you can bring a falcon. Fine, it's, just, it's the sport of kings. Fine, but the crow. Come the on, the crow is you're just let you're, it go. You're crossing uh, lines here. Yeah, you're not reincarnated. Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> so you grew up in Iowa. Then is this true? For the most part, yeah. yeah. And then uh, at what point did you decide? Um, I'm gonna. I can get out of here and do other stuff. Oh, I tried that. I I tried. Uh, I've moved away from Des Moines so many different times. It's not even funny. Like, <laughs> and moved to bigger cities, thinking they had better music scenes. Right. So I was like, oh, it's fine. It's great. I'll, yeah. I'll start a band here, and and it was always terrible. Like, I can't. The, Denver. In 95 was one of the worst music scenes I'd ever seen in my life. Still is. Denver's kind of It's really bad. bad it's really music. not. It's not good. It's either yeah. like this weird goth EDM thing <laughs> or like a really healthy country scene. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't find my spot in there, you know? I was, I was like, kind of bridge you know? that gap. And nothing's really changed in 20 years either. Yeah. So. Rednecks, that band, yeah. huge yeah. there. Yeah. 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 Rednecks and goths. They bridge the gap. Huge. Um, or you can go to uh, uh, Boulder and, and play in your flip flops all night. Yeah, right. Know, jam area. Jam. This is great. Yeah, yeah exactly. And throw flowers at your face. <laughs> so I moved. You know, so I moved around. I moved away a lot, and I just kept coming back to Des Moines. It's weird, you know. So, I, you know, it, it, call it whatever. I mean, to be honest, there's there were so many strikes against Slipknot to begin with that. I mean, the, the, just the, the no one's more surprised by our success than we are, <laughs> I, and that's the truth. I mean, 
if just by running, I mean, nine dudes in masks, coveralls, playing crazy heavy metal music from Iowa. Oh, yeah. You can draw that up on a play and that's going to go. There's no way, you know? So we were convinced that we were just going to be, we're kind of be like a lifestyle band, you know? We'd maybe yeah. sell 200,000. We'd be able to afford to go out and tour. Yeah. And then we went platinum, then we went double platinum, and then. By the time Iowa came out, it was approaching three, and we're like, what is going on? <laughs> Come on, like, people. What are you doing? Who's poking uh. us? <laughs> it was ridiculous. <laughs> so, yeah, man. I mean, it's weird how you start out. It's like you want to make music, but you have this idea of the type of music you want to make, and then it completely goes 180, and it's like, wow, this is not the stuff that I – because the stuff that I write is usually more Stone Sour side of it. With Slipknot, I really get to do – so many different things that I mean, skies. There's no limit to it. Yeah. How much of it do you think? I mean, obviously, were you freaked out by the success at all? Like, oh shit, we can't fuck this up. Or did it? Did you? I mean, because obviously, at a certain point, do you say? Do you have to make the choice between? Well, I really want to write this kind of song, but I think the Slipknot audience would probably prefer this kind of song, so I kind of got to service that. Well, it's it's funny. That's honestly one of the reasons why I ended up putting Stone Sour back together because that was my band before Slipknot in Des Moines. So, I you know we had done the first Slipknot album, then we did Iowa, and I was just like, man, I just I want to do some other stuff, you know. I mean, and it was really supposed to be. A side thing, you know, that we would do and, and have fun with it. And it, then that got even more serious. But I think that showed that I think that opened uh, a whole other audience to what Slipknot could do. And maybe we weren't comfortable to do yet, you know? Yeah. And that kind of encouraged us to do volume three. But I mean, there's really no limits with this band, you know? And, and that's one of the cool things about, like, this new album. There's so many different... Like, there, it sounds like us, but we're, we're branching out in so many different areas that, I mean, there's one tune that starts out, and you're like, where is this going? And it, then it completely goes somewhere else. Nice. And we can get away with it because our fans know to expect the unexpected now. Yeah, that's always the best when you can get to a place where it's like, it's like I think like there's something like band like Weezer was never able to like figure out where it's like they yeah. wanted to go off and the at first the, the fans didn't let them and yeah. now they've been trying to chase that and yeah. then they kind of get confused of what their sound is where it's like you know when like people just like put their trust and it's like I like these guys and I like yeah. what they're doing and I'll trust if they do something different it's because they want to do it and that's yeah. great I mean we yeah. dedicated ourselves to the idea that if we were gonna if we were gonna get together and put something out and call it Slipknot music that it was gonna be quality. Yeah. It's not just about quantity, it's about quality, you know? So, and I think the fans realize that even with all the, you know, the, the ups and downs that we've had, they know if we put something out and we're getting behind it, they're like, okay, uh, what's it going to sound like? You yeah. Because you, you just never know with us. Are you getting radio, are there radio stations now that service your audience? There's still, a, I mean, there's still a pretty healthy active rock uh, radio um chart i guess yeah. and satellite radio yeah, has a yeah couple satellite yeah, yeah it's definitely that's our realm you know between octane and liquid metal i mean yeah. you get a lot of play on there but then i mean it's i mean a lot of some of our older stuff's getting played on like 90s at nine I, hey, <laughs> that was wait and bleed and here's a i said what about breakfast of i'm like yeah those are that come? classic oh, 90s back in my head yeah how could you it's do like that you know thing? you've made it yeah i've forgotten all about that song. <laughs> How could you? Yeah, well, yeah. Well, I just... We sell, <laughs> right? we have nothing in common. 
Well, it's funny because it's like that's the same thing where like oh, it's like God. you know you have it's like it's no, but wait, I'm not yeah. done with that yet. I'd rather stop. So the you whole stop. premise of that goddamn song <laughs> is that it's two people who should not be together. Yeah, and yet, and yet, and and by the way, the guy is the guy the 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 the, the vocalization that he's chosen for the song <laughs> is like a 1930s cinematic carnival barker. <laughs> Hello. Hello. And I said, oh, what about that's yeah, very Al Jolson. Yeah, it's what very, is yeah, yeah. In this song, and so they. Is that supposed to be a comedy song? Like, oh, they both like this movie, so that's their common ground. <laughs> Oof. If one thing can keep these two lovebirds together, yeah, yeah, it's, it's a, a racist uh, performance. It's by very Mickey racist Rooney. performance. I <laughs> make you know, Rooney. Guy performs one time in blackface, and then that's yeah, totally yeah, fine. it's cursed for life. <laughs> sure, fine, fine. Okay, you don't like the blackface, but what about breakfast at <laughs> Tiffany's? That's whiteface. That's a that's a whiteface performance. White face yeah. Right? <laughs> Come on. Jesus. I'm sorry, I cut you off. I was very upset about... Oh, yeah. I, what we, I can't remember what we were talking about. I, I can't remember anything before. Oh, radio. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's it's yeah. funny because it's like now that it's like it's 90s, now that it's like, you know, 20 years or whatever, yeah. uh, like gone, you could play like a Slipknot song right next to like Breakfast at Tiffany's mm. where it's like, and that's like weird to us because we were there. But yeah. like if I'm listening to like a 60s station, they play Led Zeppelin right after like Sunny and Cherry. Well, you just ja- go, exactly. okay. You're like, Jack oh, FM is yeah. basically the, uh, the, yeah. the shuffling of yeah. our yeah. music culture. Culture where it's we came out of genres <laughs> and albums and we just became a singles yeah. culture. Yeah, yeah. even like, oldies radio is saying like uh, the best from the fifties, sixties, seventies, eighties, and beyond. Yeah. <laughs> well, what's beyond that? What eighty two? Eighty two, eighty three. What do you? Where you? <laughs> what's the cutoff? Like, like yeah. the world ended after eighty nine. Yeah. It's like that's all you get. Also, like the, the, the like the oldies hosts now too. It's like they have to act like they were still young. Like, yeah, I remember. Oh that. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I this remember Madonna when Seeger played the sports yeah. arena. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was already seventy. <laughs> well, they still. I mean, what's great is that all the different uh, decades on Sirius XM. Yeah, the the jocks basically have the persona that they had. So that like the seventies guys kind of like yeah. this, yeah. Yeah, the, the nice guys. Here yeah. we are. Yeah, and yeah. then you know, and then the new wave is Richard Blade. <laughs> 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 I mean, it's everyone. Yeah. Everyone's got the. It's really, and then the, and then the MTV VJs just sound like they're stoked, but. <laughs> They're not, you know. Yeah. It's like, yeah, this is Nina Blackwood. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I love her, but yeah, man, she yeah. just said she's just like, I can't wait to cut this together so I can go smoke another four yeah, cigarettes. Exactly. Ricky Rackman Which, still sounds stoked when yeah, I hear yeah. him. Well, he just well, he still loves the music though. Yeah, you know? him and like, Pinfield too. Yeah. Pinfield. Oh yeah. Oh, Pinfield was like. That guy worked. I worked at MTV with Pinfield. Yeah, yeah. Like that guy was, you know, encyclopedia, like, uber geek, yeah, crazy yeah. music. I mean, like he was kind of the internet before the internet. Yeah, in right. terms, in terms yeah. of music. What's well, crazy? He like it's like I've listened to interviews of him, and he reminds me also of like Rollins and even Doctor Demento, where it's just yeah. these guys that just go like it's like oh yeah, that record came out in 1972 yeah. when it was on the B side. Was you know they could An just encyclopedic memory. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's crazy. Oh God, you mentioned Doctor Mento. I used yeah. to. I grew up listening to every Sunday on uh, like uh, on Westwood One uh, Radio. Yeah, and they would play it in uh, when I was living in Waterloo, Iowa. So it was like the best two hours of my life. Mento. So Dirty Mento. When is Slipknot needs to cover Fish Heads? I think. No, you know what? Co- uh, we need to cover. Um, uh, uh, Kick of the Clown Kick of the Clown No I already did a cover of that actually. Oh did you really? Yeah I did that a long time ago And that's uh, It's our outro music For Stone Sour Oh perfect Yeah it's really really weird Yeah yeah, yeah. It, it, There's this uh, There's We looped this kid saying Ah 
Bow, bow. <laughs> so creepy. Um, I, I've, I've always thought that Slipknot should cover uh, three songs. One, uh, Singapore by Tom Waits. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, two. Uh, oh my God! What the hell is the name of this song? It's uh, T Bone. Uh, oh, uh, existential. Yes, existential, yes. Blues. existential blues is an amazing thought, song. Uh, some girl with psychic powers. She uh, said, "T Bone, what's your song?" Uh, yeah. So ridiculous. Yeah, that was on the Doctor Demento twentieth anniversary uh, I collection. It. Yeah, I, I'm, I was obsessed with that. I remember, like, I I heard that song and I wanted to learn how to play guitar right. just so I could make weird songs like yeah. that. Where it's like he goes, he's like, it's all really random, and then he ends up going in and telling the story of Wizard of Oz. Yeah, I was on a quest. Yeah. Walking around the woods, do that, do that. I was on. I was trying to find the little people, little people all around me, dude. It's insane. He said that he recorded that like in like one take. No. I, I'm like, there's no way. Yeah. There's no way, dude. Ugh. It's uh, insane. That, that, yeah. That should it's all be acoustic. It's him and an acoustic guitar and then just them playing with these crazy vocal effects. Yeah. I always yeah. liked uh, uh, Bill Frenzer did uh, Dead Puppies yes. and, Dead puppies and Kinko, Kinko the Clown. Yeah. But, my, but, but I fucking love Dead Puppies so much because... It builds to this in- this yeah, ridiculous yes. crescendo. Yeah. It's like it's like a fucking chorus. Yeah, yeah. Just taking the silliest idea to the biggest extreme. It has the best line in it too. It's like mom says, "Puppies' days are through. She's going to throw him in the stew. Dead puppies aren't much fun." I'm like, that is the darkest shit you can play for a They don't call when you call. They don't chase. Here's a fun fact. What, wait, wait. Uh, what was your third before your fun fact? You said you were going to cover three songs. Oh, I can't think. Okay, can't what's your remember, fun I fact then? Remember. Okay, fun fact. Uh, uh, Tiny Tim used to live at the Holiday Inn in Des Moines, Iowa. He lived there for like 30 years. Really? really? Yeah. He had, the, he had the penthouse in this Holiday Inn. <laughs> the Holiday Inns have, they, have penthouses? They ripped, they ripped it down. Yeah, the Holiday Inn <laughs> used to be a big deal. I don't know if you guys lived in the fucking 70s. <laughs> Just show my age. <laughs> you know, go ahead, hey, staying at a Holiday Inn and eating at a Perkins. That was a big Perkins. deal. Perkins! The, the Buttermilk Five. Oh, Perkins! Bottomless cups of coffee. Yeah. Oh my god! You know uh, Perkins. Uh, Perkins by day, Bennigan's by night. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I like to live. I love it. That's a good time. A little breakfast, Perkins. A little and every once in a while, you hit a Baker Square for some pie. <laughs> <laughs> if it's late, you know, like if it's late, you want to. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, mean, I need to take the edge off this caffeine. I'm just going to have like two pieces of French silk <laughs> shove it into my face as hard as I can. <laughs> I did the grossest thing once at a Perkins. It was a bunch of us. We're at a show in Greenville, North Carolina. And then like we went to a Perkins after. Uh, uh, as you do. Yeah. And then yeah. like it's just a real post show. Kind of yeah. everyone's kind of sweaty and you know. <laughs> And uh, we're all like eating a ton of carbs and shit. And then uh, like there was like some cute girls at a table across the way. And I told the, the waitress to send them like a bowl of cherries. <laughs> and then like uh, when they, I had one of the cherries, and then like when they looked over, they're like, "Hey!" And then I like, <laughs> crushed one of the cherries while staring at them. <laughs> were these girs of legal age? What was I your, wasn't what even was, of age. I was what are you seventeen. To say what this? was the situation? Struggling. Yeah. What message was? I don't know. I, I know I the really, obvious one. I didn't really think about it at the time. I was still a virgin. I was fucking seventeen, like fat girl. There's a oh, faggot going. Please help me. Yeah. <laughs> just, uh, and then they, their faces were just. Oh. 
So, so as the cops were taking you away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just a kid. I, just, uh, I look like a man. But so what these a, days you'd get a pink card for that. Yeah. You don't want that. No, exactly. What a great story had it been if you had lost your virginity at a Perkins right. uh, oh, in Greenville, North Carolina. Yeah, yeah. That would actually have been better. I mean, but everywhere you go, I mean, like, uh, you know, when I used to do the college circuit, it's uh, – Every town has become the same town yeah. now. It's just the same. <laughs> it's the same little honeycomb of you know Walmart, Applebee's, Pizza yeah. Taco Bell, Starbucks. Uh, like every town is a business park now. Has the same a, vibe. There's a random Chick Fil A in there somewhere. Yeah, yeah usually. Yeah, but yeah. they're building something behind it. It's like oh, this, is, <laughs> this is good. We're gonna get a lot of business once that hotel opens. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just like when a new place opens up. And there's a line down the block. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. What uh, what 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 cities are gems on the road for you? Where you're like, I never would have discovered this place if I hadn't been in a band and been oh, touring. Oh man, uh, you, you know the weird thing is that you know for the probably for the first six, yeah, probably first six years of my career, it was just bars. I just remembered bars. Like yeah. when, you know, I was like, oh yeah, in, in in Kansas City, we go to the Hurricane and they'll give us free drinks till like, whatever. <laughs> but then. Once I quit drinking and I, you know, kind of started getting, you know, my shit back together. Now I, I remember all of the uh, the comic shops. <laughs> so, so it's like, oh yeah, in Cleveland, right around there's this goddamn, there's a really cool, crusty one. It's yeah. old because I collect old action figures as well. Oh, just, perfect. Yeah, so it's always good to have like a thi- when you're on the exactly. road to like oh, it's like my God. yeah. I'm late. But then by the end of the tour. You just have crates of shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm the modern day, uh, 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 never mind. Forgetter guy. Yeah, yeah. The modern day forgetter guy. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, as you can see, the, uh, the crest door is killing my memory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you say you quit I drinking. I apologize. <laughs> What's, uh, <laughs> what are you, well, yeah, and then you get all this stuff on the road, and then you get back home, and you're like, oh, now I gotta figure out where to put Find this. a place to put it. I, yeah. dude, I have, I have 50, uh, moving boxes from U-Haul. Uh, stuffed with action figures that I've been collecting since '92, basically, and it they and they go all the way back. Like I've got some super old ones. My coup was the first year I went to Comic Con. I, uh, I I my I was like, there's two things I need to find, and it uh, the one was the uh, the Godzilla that they re- released with the the Shogun Warriors. Found that like that. I was like, yes. And the the box wasn't very damaged. And it still had the tongue, still had the fist. Nice. I couldn't believe it. Oh, yes. yeah. 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 Little switch in the back. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that don't look anything like the new one. But yeah. That's fine. <laughs> um, and then the uh, the the alien figure that Kenner released in like 7980. And it was actually a complete set. It actually had the poster in it. Like, I was kind of shitting balls. I was like, that's an holy shit. Because I just I was going to buy one if it was just loose. And know? they had the whole yeah, thing. Yeah. Had the whole thing. <clears throat> oh, nice. But the thing about that thing is it doesn't hold up because it the 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 arms they they, they kind of get into this area now. Like, <laughs> oh right, the flabby stiffness. Like, yeah. It's, it's like oh that's great. It's a fucking marionette. Yeah. If I put some strings on it, I could do a little puppet show. Have you tried like tweaking it and like? I don't want. To, I just I'll, I'll yeah, break might, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. if I leave it anywhere near my son, he'll tear the head off of it. Um, and he's 12, so I'm worried. <laughs> I'm really worried. I'm really worried about where, Again, where with the, uh, the head life, tearing you know? off. Oh. Son, you got a he lot of dead birds there today. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, real good, kiddo. Uh, yeah, he yeah. had this thing, though, because like, uh, we're both kind of in like the same shit. And uh, like, I, I started buying him action figures when he was about six or seven, you know? But he would always rip the freaking heads off. Sure. I'm like... 
I'm like, why? He's just like, well, I don't want to look at him. What are you you going to do to him? So there's Iron Man, headless. Cap, headless. Wolverine, headless. I'm just like, well, where are the heads? He's like, you don't need to know. I'm like, we're screwed. So I just, I just, I put a, he doesn't have a college fund. He has bail money. (laughs) That's what he has. I'm just kidding, Griff. I love you. Uh, Please stop. stop No, I mean, you know, so with cities, to kind of circle back there, the, the tangent went a little long. Um, I, you know, I have a lot of cities that I love to visit because now I have a lot of friends there. You know, we, I mean, we've been touring professionally for 15 years. Wow. And so I got a lot of, you know, there are people who still come to the shows from way back in the day. Oh, nice. You know, so we go out of our way to hook them up. I, I, I mean, not just in, in the States, but Tokyo, we've got great friends. We've got uh, uh, wonderful friends in, in like all over England. Uh, Glasgow, there's a couple of dudes that live in Glasgow. To this day, I don't know their names, but when I see them, I'm like, oh, we're, we're going to have yeah, a lot yeah, of fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you got to get through that Scottish accent. It's hard. Which in a club is easy because if it's too loud, you just go, what? Yeah. Because you didn't catch it anyway. Even if there was no noise going on, there's no way. It's like, so I just pretend that I'm a little more deaf than yeah. I actually am. Yeah. But well, uh, you said Tokyo really quick. Did you, in Tokyo, have you ever been to that, uh, that robot? show bar no i okay. haven't i have not yet yes. but uh i'm hoping to go this time because we're actually going over there we're doing two not fest shows over there nice. oh wow i'm really gonna do yeah we're, we're really kind of starting to to build a brand you know and we booked those before we booked the ones here in the states oh man so it's you know we're, we're really stoked about that there's there's a couple of like hidden action figure shops not too far from uh Rapongi. That are really rad. And I'm talking about it's just a room. You know, there's nothing yeah. behind it in the building. There's nothing <laughs> out front. There's a glass facade. You walk in and you're literally like, it's three walls, oh, wow. but it's loaded with crazy stuff. Fuck. And those people have the most fucked up action figures I've ever seen. The Japanese? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Pashaw, you say? <laughs> no, I remember the first time I, t- I, took, my, uh, I took my son. <laughs> To see some of this stuff, and it was like we weren't even in Japan; we were at like Harrods in, in <laughs> London, right? So I'm like, let's go check out the you know the action figures. They had a whole Japanese like anime section, and Griff's like, why can I see their panties? And I'm like, I don't, because <laughs> the world is yeah. rad. But yeah. then you go to London. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That'd be my first guess. Yeah. Well, yeah. And yeah. it's like, and they were really nice panties. Yeah, yeah. I'll be honest. Did you start looking at them and go, their heads will come off real nicely. It's like, so go play with the Legos. Oh, no. Just yeah, go yeah, play yeah, with the Legos. Those are supposed to come off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's on the coffee table, Kyle. I mean, oh, Kyle's got to grab a book. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, there's a lot of different cities I love to play. Uh, just because, and not just because of the cities, but just because I know I'm going to see some, like, rad people there. Yeah. And at this point in your, uh, the career, you kind of, you, you're not, like, day after day. So you have, like, a day before or after, right? Yeah, I mean, I learned my, my limitations pretty early. We did, we did one run on our first, on the first album cycle where it was... It was like 21 days straight. Oui. Yeah. And, and you're which, wearing so much. Oh, yeah. You're in the gear. You know, yeah. It's like there'd be days when I wake up and it was literally like, ah, you got yeah. nothing in the tank. And, but you, you got to do the show, you know? And so. I, wonder, I wonder, like, it's like, and like, not to be too grim, but like, you know, with, um, you know, two guys from Guar, like after 30 years of playing, yeah. like, and like they both kind of died similarly. Like they're both yeah. sitting up. 
Like yeah. one was in a van, one was at home. Uh, you know, Odorous was at home. And like, do you think that maybe the outfits and night after night and like sweating within an outfit like has something? Maybe. Like- I mean, you know, the thing that we realized early was that, you know, when you when you when you're you were sweating and you got so much crazy filth. I mean, I'll spare you the details. <laughs> but uh when 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 you're doing all of that night after night, it's very important that you make sure everything gets washed correctly. You know, because yeah. that because uh you know, one of my friends caught uh he, he developed hepatitis because of that. No because way. it wasn't yeah, because these things weren't getting clean properly or he was weird and just, you know, it's like bad luck to wash it like a baseball player or something. But he, you know, he developed something like that. And he was just like, you know what? It's the worst thing. I mean, he's okay now. He's got to take medication for it. But it yeah. was just like, you know, so we learned early on that if we want that kind of longevity, we have to make sure that, A, we take care of ourselves. B, we take care of the this, this stuff that we're actually putting on our bodies. And we just kind of look out for one another, you know. So, yeah. I mean, it's a very physical show. But at the same time after a show it's like you okay i was like yeah because i passed out on stage in, in dallas on mm. mayhem and i went down hard like it was heat exhaustion i i was i blacked out for like the last 45 minutes of the show oh fuck and and then i but i finished the show i have no recollection of finishing the show but then i stepped off my check me out box and uh <laughs> i went down hard like sure. boom I, I woke up backstage thinking that we'd had to cut the sh- show short Oh, yeah. weird. Like, it was that weird. Yeah. But everyone from the band was around me. Like, everyone was there. It's like, you okay? You okay? You know, yeah. it's just like, take your time. Just, you know, so so there's that kind of looking out for each other. You yeah. Know? Plus, I, I, I exercise and train and, and yeah. like, I try to take care of myself, now, especially now. You was know? getting sober kind of part of, like, the, like taking a little it bit, all? Yeah. yeah. I mean, because it definitely makes you take a look at just not only what you want to do in life, but how you want to do it, mm-hmm. you know? So... Once I kind of realized that I had a problem and, you know, kind of, you know, left that behind, I was like, okay, well, now, well, who am I without it? Yeah. You know? And I was like, well, I'm a dad. I'm a, you know, I'm a writer. I'm a singer. Um, I'm also, holy shit. I, I was, at the time, I was, I was over 200 pounds. Jesus, Jeez. really? Yeah. It was bad. Because you're in fantastic shape now. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, that was when I was 30. I'm in better shape now than when I was when I was 30. <laughs> I am too. Wow. Right? Same it's thing. weird. Same, it's crazy. Same, same reasons. Yeah. I mean, it's... It's hard though, but once yeah, this you get is into the uh, the six pack curl doesn't oh, really yeah. Yeah, well, uh, give you a lot I of the, uh, the, the, <laughs> the 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 Jack Daniel skull crushers. <laughs> and I mean two of them. Like it was, it was bad, but you know, it just it's you do it at first because you need to, and mm-hmm. then you continue to do it because you want to. You know, well, I and think then it just gets easier. You you know, it, it's it's amazing how. Um, as your life progresses, like when you start, when you're young, you're like, "Fuck it, it doesn't matter. Yeah, we exactly. can do whatever we want." That, and then at yeah. a certain point, you're like, "Well, I'm either gonna die, <laughs> or I have to, I have to actually kind of uh, put some structure behind the chaos, yeah. so that the chaos, so that the outward facing chaos can run smoothly, because it it can't be actual chaos, yeah. <laughs> because that's when nobody people can start live dying. In that yeah, shit. you can't, you can't. So, you know, was there, <laughs> there must have been a certain point where you were like, okay, actually, we do have to start taking care. We have to start, you know, like, 
we have to make sure these are washed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I remember uh, one time I was uh, doing, uh, working for, uh, Static X came to Hawaii and like I was like helping put the show. It was like working for Golden Boy. So I was like, you know, loading the stuff off their truck and everything like that. And uh, there was a bag and they're like, oh, can you open that bag up? And it was a big duffel bag. I opened it up and it was their rubber suits. And the stench that came out of it knocked me. Like it's just like I fell back. It was like, it was like it made me so dizzy. And I was just like, do they even wash these things? And the guy's like, yeah, we Febreze them. Oh. Like, that's not washing. Yeah, that's not washing. That's just uh, yeah, that's the, the odor. That's the rug over the cat <laughs> shit. Using chemicals yeah. to mask the odor. Now, if you just said scrubbing bubbles, I'd have been like, yeah. okay, well, that wash, you know, <laughs> yeah, there's, continues yeah. to wash. Yeah, exactly. But just like Jesus. Yeah, it's foul. Well, that rubber and leather, there's a reason that I haven't worn either of those on stage because I mean, there's weirdness that comes out of my body to begin with. <laughs> I don't, I don't need that like clinging to some sort of rubber that, that you put on yourself, and you're yeah. just like, I smell like a tire has just been like somebody used it to wipe their ass. <laughs> Boo! It's like Ugh. the uh, the romantics in the yeah, early eighties. Yeah, yeah. Remember that band where they they probably thought it was real awesome oh, idea. Yeah. Like, oh, we're all wearing these leather the pleather, yeah, 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 these like, leather jumpsuits. Yeah, I was when, the band you're, like, when you're stinking in your sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I was in a band. We like uh, we all had these. We made these homemade like just black masks, not ski masks, but we got like like a you know s- like black sweaters, and then just like made like just masks with no like just mm. pinhole eyes, just in like I was you know playing drums. And it was like a real you know, real fast band, just blast beats and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like after one song, I I was like I couldn't breathe. And yeah. I took it off, and like the other guys were like, put the fucking mask back on. You're ruining it. And I was oh like, I can't. I can't, I can't do it. And then you so it's like, you can't make yeah. me. So these real menacing guys up front, and it's just this big fat dorky kid going, <laughs> <laughs> rubbing his arms after every fucking so, forty-five and then seconds. Song. Crush the cherry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> See you later. I can do that all night, lady. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how many cherries you got? That's how long I'll last. <laughs> Maraschino, you- Rainier. I'll crush any cherry. <laughs> I sent you a bowl. You better hope there's some left for me. <laughs> Jesus. So you, uh, how long have you been uh, off the booze now? Uh, five years now. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I quit. The first time I quit was uh, right around the time we were making Volume Three, um, and I was sober for about three years for then. Then I kind of fell off, and then I was just like, you know what? I don't. You, you really kind of get your head around it, and you're like, I'm done. Because mm. you'd have there'd be like days where I would have like literally one beer. I don't even like beer. But then you wake up the next day and you're screwed for three days after that. Oh, you're just yeah, like, yeah. oh. Yeah. And so it was just like, well, physically, I just don't like doing it anymore. So Yeah, you kind of yeah. get the choice where you go, well, you can drink all the time. You, got, you know what yeah. that is. Yeah. Or you could have a productive life. Yeah. <laughs> or I could just do shit, <laughs> get which I really like to do. Right. And it's different kinds yeah. of shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not recovering for yeah. three days. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's But you, did you, you started pretty young, though, right? I was, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I started doing drugs before I even started drinking, to be honest. Like, I started doing, I, I mean, I was smoking weed when I was 11. I uh, started uh, doing white crosses when I was about twelve or thirteen. By the time I had fourteen, I was doing coke. Jesus, so yeah, yeah. I mean, I was, you know, but that's Iowa, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's Iowa for you, <laughs> you know, the, the one of the states that helped invent uh, meth. Yeah, good, good for us, Iowa in the eighties. Yay! Yeah. Yay! We did it! Yeah, you we did it! We win, Gracie. <laughs> I get. <laughs> I wonder, you know, because I led such a sheltered life when I was growing up 
it was funny that I ended up becoming a drinker in my 20s because when I was a teenager, I was very much like, yeah. you know, guys, I don't need to do drugs to have a good... Like, I wouldn't, yeah. do, I wouldn't do drugs, I wouldn't drink, I wouldn't yeah. do anything. And so how does, it, uh, how does that happen to an 11-year-old? What's, what, what are the circumstances? You just... Well, I mean, your friends are doing it, you know? I mean, you know, growing up where I grew up, I mean, you know, we were poor. We didn't have a lot. So, you know, the only thing we really do... I mean, there was no internet. There was, there was still only really three channels if yeah. you didn't have cable. So you just kind of ran the neighborhoods a lot, you know, and you got into trouble. I mean, I was a hellion, man. Like, I did a lot of cr- – like, we our, we had a habit for about three months that we would try to find porta-potties and melt them. Like, oh, melt we, them. We, we would just – we would set them on fire to see if we could melt them into, <laughs> like, blue lily pads. I, I swear to God, that's wow. what an 11- or 12-year-old kid in my – city wanted to do we just was like oh that's really wow. rad we just tipped them over that's well, what we did in our we, we were straight we, yeah <laughs> well we were trying to get it to melt complete like almost like the wizard of oz but that's an art project met some- <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were high <laughs> we, of course it was a fucking art project <laughs> but then i mean beautiful man you know you start nicking uh you start nicking um uh you know buds from your parents because you know all of our parents did it yeah and then that turned into, you know, uh, you know, the older kids, you know, who would be popping speed like crazy. It's like, okay, yeah, we'll do that and skateboard. And yeah, you're yeah. just like, ah, let's go on and do it again. Doesn't hurt. Right, do it again. Hurt when you fall. Yeah. So, I mean, it just, one thing leads to another. And, and honestly, I got off, I, I started doing speed like a lot quicker because I have a, um, almost an allergy to marijuana, which I didn't know at the time, but it, it triggers like super bad uh, like panic attacks in me. Oh wow! Like to the point where I'm gone for like two days. Like yeah. just, I mean, really bad. So I, you know, my friends kept smoking weed. I got way more into like the speed section and the hallucinogenics, yeah. <laughs> which you know you haven't lived unless you huffed a whole bottle of Scotchgard. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah. You are yeah. from Iowa. God, I just want the kids listening to know that I don't recommend any of this crap. <laughs> How are you alive? I don't know. <laughs> this but, must make you. This must have made you a good. I mean, like. When you're dealing with your own 12-year-old, you must be like, don't. I fucking know right, all the exactly. Don't even try. My son is so, like, he doesn't give a shit about any of that, man. Like, he's just kind of like, okay, yeah. whatever, you know. I mean, he's, like, he's not even into girls yet, you know, like the, or boys. Like, he just <laughs> hasn't hit that, 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 that point in his life yet. Now, he just turned 12, so... He's still a little kid. He's still my little guy. But yeah. I mean, we just had a we just had a conversation the other day about. He asked me. And it was so sweet. He was just like, "I need you to get rid of all my little kid underwear." And I was like, "I was like, why?" And he's like, "I don't want to get made fun of in gym, you know, because I mean, uh, he's got to change sure. for gym and everything." And I was just like, "Oh yeah, crap! I didn't even think about that." And I looked at, him, made me look at him like a whole different way. I was just like. Man's growing up. Yeah, he's uh, starting to take into account, yeah, you know, it's like insane. social. So, so I was like, "You'll never see another pair of those." He's like, "Well, keep a couple for, like, <laughs> not, not for the weekends." I'm like, well, "Okay, fine. I don't want to be. A, I'm sorry, I'm the asshole here." So, get on your dad wears underoos. What's yeah, the problem? Right, totally. And he's got rad, like he's got totally rad, like underoo stuff. You know, nice. like I wish they still made underoos. <laughs> God, I miss. And but but the old school because remember they tried to bring them back and they weren't yeah. as cool. I was like, this is horse shit. Yeah. <laughs> the Boba Fett ones were the shit, man. They really were. Remember that? They had the chest plate. Yep. And people are like, what's that? It's like, well, then you don't, I'm not going to explain shit <laughs> <Yeah>. to you. <laughs> are you kidding me? 
I'm the coolest fucking kid in this yeah. gym class. That's right. Y'all wish you knew. Give me out of this trash Y'all can. Knew. That's fine. That's the same reaction I had. Like, it's like, you know, when I would wear a shirt, like, I had, like, a, like a couple of Mystery Science Theater 3000 shirts. Yes. You know, and they go, what the fuck is that dumb show? I was like, you don't fucking know? Dude, well, I feel sorry idiot. for you. Go yeah. ahead. Beat me up. I'm still going to feel sorry for you. Yeah, it. yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's like, I, like, there's like, you know, we do these live shows and kids are like, how'd you deal with being a nerd? Like, being uncool. I was like, I thought it was fucking awesome. Yeah, totally. Yeah. There's, there's a reason I'm still into the shit that I was into. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's because it was awesome. Exactly. No, I, I, I tried to rebel against all the things that I liked. Because oh, really? I, I was just so there was so much, yeah. It was so. Was it re- like a responsibility thing? I mean, people expected no. more from you. No, or? I think it was just um, you know all the stuff that I was into when I was growing up basically kept me just completely uh, ostracized, ostracized yeah, from yeah. the you know. And so I, I, you know, I wanted to. I didn't want to be ostracized. I wanted to like the stuff I liked, but then also be accepted, be cool, yeah, you know, yeah, like have yeah. people be cool about it, but. You know, and so I, every time I would try to rebel against my own wants, I, I would always just fucking <laughs> just fall back in. Like, yeah. I they pull me back <laughs> in. But then at a certain point, you get to a certain age, you're getting older, and you're like, man, I don't give a fuck anymore. Yeah, like, exactly. I like what I like. Suck it. I think that's why I lucked out being a metal kid, because we were kind of ostracized to begin with, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, you know, I could like stupid horror movies i could like comics and you know, skateboarding yep. and just all this crazy shit because it was like oh he's the weird one eh, par for the course you know <laughs> yeah i feel the same way about like when i got into punk it's just like yeah it's like, exactly know, you're like in this you're going to shows outside of high school yeah, it's yeah. like there's a bunch of weirdos there yeah. and it's because uh, i was of, a metal punk kid so yeah you guys so I, I had friends from all those different kind of walks yeah and we were all into the same shit yeah and i'm sure like in iowa is the same way because like, you know in hawaii it's just like the seat the you know the Underground music scene is so tiny that yeah. like, there's a show where there's like a ska band, a punk band, a metal band, uh-huh. and, like, and, and, it, but it, and it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. And then everyone knew each other and everyone was friends. But uh, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's neat what I tell people about that. Like they kind of like to say that. Like to some people I know now, it's like, oh yeah, like punk kind of like you know saved my life yeah. as a kid, and they yeah. go, <laughs> punk, okay, Johnny Rotten. I go, no, you don't. No, yeah. See, that's okay. See, we can't be friends now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. What you just said was completely stupid. Yeah. But see, that's that's a very European thing, though. I mean, and people don't realize that where you'll have that many types of bands on one bill. Yeah. It's like that in Europe. And, and that's why the festivals over there smoke hours yeah. because there's so many different bands. Because they don't they, they they don't compartmentalize music the way we do. They just yeah. are like it's great music. Yep. We're gonna put these bands on. You'll see Pennywise open up for Slayer, mm-hmm. and then Slayer going on right before David Bowie. Yeah, you know who's you know? doing that now is uh, in Austin Fun 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 Fest, which I'm performing at like in a like a few weeks. And it's shameless like, plug. It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Let me let me yeah, try. Yeah, pretty sorry, shameful. Date you just plugged yeah, yeah. there. <laughs> it was pretty seamless. No, it was good. It was, it good. was right it was good. on top. I loved it. I loved. Uh, it. But like the uh, like they've had. You know, they had Slayer and then Weird Al after that. At oh. the, show. the show this year is like, it's like, you know, there's like Death From Above 1979 and then um, fucking uh, shit, um, like Nas doing Illmatic in its entirety. No shit. And, and Judas Priest after that. But see, and, that's Austin yeah, too. I mean, exactly, it, it yeah. makes sense. Yeah. But that's like keeping it weird. Keeping yeah, it weird. weird as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Gorilla Biscuits, which I'm very excited about. Oh, no shit. Never got to see them. Wow. One of my favorites. Yeah, the the year that uh, did Al do Fun 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 Fest recently? It was like three years ago, I think. Because that was was that the one that I did? I believe the, so. Yeah, that, where it was like they it was a comedy night sort of. So 
Todd Barry and me and, and then and then Al and then, Al did the main stage. He right? did the main stage. Yeah. yeah, we did the main stage too. We oh, okay, basically cool. opened for him. Oh shit! Nice. And then uh, and then <laughs> apples and stereo. Like it was just yeah, all these yeah. really wow. fun, real eclectic, silly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, it was so much fun watching like three thousand hipsters kind of like drop the hipster facade and, and lose their shit when yeah. Al played like yeah. Yoda. Of course. So it was uh, it was a good time. Definitely, it was a really good time. <laughs> Do you know Al? I d- you know what. Here's my Weird Al story. I've never met him. Huge fan. Yeah. I've never met him. Um, but I had a chance to sit next to him at the Grammys, and I blew it. And this is, I've only been to the Grammys <laughs> once. And uh, it was the one year that uh, Stone Sour and Slipknot were both nominated. We didn't win, by the way. We, we, uh, Slipknot won like the next year, but I decided at that point that I'd had it with yeah, this you just corporate one year. fucking squeeze box yeah. bullshit. Um, that's me being hip. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I was like, well, I was like, there, there was only six people nominated in the best metal performance category. I was just like, well, fuck, we've got, you know, we've got two thirds of that. Oh, four sixths. Whatever. <laughs> I don't know the math. Yeah. Who am I with? <laughs> you know? So, so I got dressed up and I hate fucking getting dressed up. Yeah. And I, we go, you know, and, and uh, we sit down. Uh, we didn't win. And Metallica won. And ironically, they weren't even there. And I'm like, I can remember 20 years ago when it was a big deal that they didn't win. You know, yeah. now they just send people to pick up their Grammys. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm friends with for? those guys. It was like a uh, Saint Anger or uh, Death Magnetic. It would have been Saint Anger. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they won. They won for something like that. And you're stoked for them because of what they had to go through. But at the yeah. same time, it was like, well, fuck, I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> Where the hell are you? you know? <laughs> so they then shuffle us through this labyrinth of like pipe and drape to get to the, the real deal. And it's like, okay, we, we've done our non-televised what we like. We're paying our dues. We yeah, got to make yeah. sure these guys are whatever. Now we're going to funnel you into the real show. Right. So it's me and all the guys from Stone Sour at the time. And we're just fucking, I mean, okay, uh, okay, you know, I'm freshly sober. We had just finished recording uh, volume three. Oh, shit. So I'm like freaking out. Like, I'm like, uh, oh, okay, okay. And then we get caught in this like maelstrom right in front of like the red carpet and the step and like repeat, right? But nobody's going anywhere. The, the only thing I can, the only thing I can really like compare it to is that, you know, that spot in the oceans where all the garbage collects. Oh, the Pacific like all the, uh, garbage island. You know exactly yeah. what yeah. I'm talking yeah. about. It's like this spinning ball. Yeah. Of That's what this was. Like right in front of the Grammys and we're all just fucking nobody's like, please someone tell us. We're, we're, we're entertainers. We don't know how to do this. So we're just fucking, you know, and I turn, Queen Latifah's right here and she's, I have a broken toe and I broke it on uh, recording volume three, she steps directly oh. on it. And I mean hard and, and nothing against her, but it was just like, she couldn't see me cause I'm so much shorter than she is. And she's just, and I just went, ah! <laughs> and I left, I left. I just, I was like, <laughs> flag. No, I'm leaving this. And I left. So all of stone sour went without me. And I got in my car and I went back to my hotel and I just sat there going, <laughs> <laughs> never again never again so yeah. then I get a call after the Grammys and it's like by the way asshole you could have sat right next to Weird Al Yankovic oh. and I just went oh. but I was like you know what I made a commitment I'm never going to the Grammys again and that's it and then the next year we won 
So I get a call and I'm actually recording the new Stone Sour album, you know? So I'm writing lyrics and they're like, hey, we won. I was like, <laughs> I just, at the time I just didn't yeah. care, you know? Yeah. So that's my weird Al Metallica story. in that moment. Yeah. yeah. I was just show like, up. whatever. You know what? I know why they don't go now. <laughs> How many people does Queen people Latifah have to step on toes? to keep them out of the Grammys? <laughs> it's just like, it's just like a stamp of approval. So angry. Yeah. <laughs> so ridiculous. Well, is it, so now is your feeling, are you still honoring that commitment? You will still never Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll never go. But we stopped getting nominated, so it's it's fine, you know. But now the the best metal performance looks like a just like they threw fucking darts at it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at it, going, really? All right, they, they got shit. distortion. I mean, I was I was stoked. I was stoked that uh, that Hailstorm won because I'm really good friends with those guys, and I know what kind of work they've put into it. You know, I mean, they came from fucking nothing, and yeah, I was really stoked for them. But yeah, I mean, at this point. There's there's two schools of thought. There's like, well, we're just gonna try and vote for the most obscure Norwegian forest Carpathian black metal fucking band <laughs> with the illegible font from Sweden. Yes, we're gonna yeah. give it to you tonight, you know. Or it's like, well, this is you know everything that has been played on the radio for the like, the last five minutes, and it's like, oh, we're gonna fucking celebrate you and yeah. blah blah blah. And who votes on those awards? Is it like a, old people? It, it old is, people yeah. vote. It's a, it's, it's, a, it's like a, a council of white people. Old I'm white convinced people. Yeah. that's the reason we won is because an old person went Slipknot. No, I read a magazine article about them. <laughs> They've been around. Here you go. Yeah. <laughs> take it. Take it. Take it. Yeah, the kids are gonna be real happy. <laughs> it's fucking because you look at it and you're like. Fucking Judas Priest won one for a live version of a song they released yeah. 40 years yeah. ago. Yeah. And the live version were released 20 years before. <laughs> and they only re-released it because of a box set. Yeah. And they gave it to them. I'm like, fucking what? What does it even mean? Yeah, it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean yeah. anything. Yeah. But then, I mean, it's, I mean, that's like trying to hit a fucking needle with another needle. You know? Yeah. It's like you have one metal category. You have one basic rock category. Yeah. Then you got bands like Fun winning it. And I'm like, yeah. fuck <laughs> you. Really? Show me on the doll where Fun is a rock yeah. band. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. On the wallet. That, you can find that in my new book coming out very yeah. soon. <laughs> you actually can. Did you write your own book, right? I did, yeah. Yeah. I wrote uh, my third one. I just finished, and it's called You're Making Me Hate You. <laughs> it's, it's fucking brutal. Yeah. It's, and, uh, but yeah, I mean it's gonna it's gonna come out next year, but it's fuck it's just me basically trashing everyone. Oh, it's you know? great. I, I I submitted a subtitle for it because they make me put subtitles on them, and they're like, "You're gonna get sued for that." And I'm like, "Well, that's the one I want." And they're like, "No, we're, this time we're putting our foot down. <laughs> you can't use that one." It's it was basically like. <laughs> I can't even say it. Come on! Get so mad at me. Come on! Uh, we'll beep it out, but I just want to know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was you're making me hate you, or how Justin Bieber sucked a million dicks to make his money, <laughs> and they wouldn't let me fucking use it. <laughs> what? With In this day and age, with an asterisk, obviously it's like, and then you know, down at the bottom, obviously I don't know if it's true, but this yeah. is what I believe. <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't let me do. Could it. Could have been nine hundred thousand dicks. Could have been seven hundred thousand yeah. dicks. But it's, yeah. it's it is uh, some. Look at his face. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'll leave it in. Fuck it. I don't give a shit. <laughs> you know, at this point, they'll just be like, well, maybe we'll use it now. Yeah. yeah. They got some great cute Market points. research is shown. <laughs> You're hot on the streets, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> what on the street is you sucked a million dicks to get here. <laughs> Talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) A million, really? I could talk like that all day, by the way. I love that. That, The fix is in, Johnny. Get on the fucking... Get on the floor and make sure they got our money in. We're Slipknot, see? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not fast, hey? You got to be a subject that some serious shit here. That's like that great uh, that sketch with uh, Phil Hartman and uh, John Lovitz. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's oh, like, yeah. It's 20, like, yes, 20. throw. What's the one on the street? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I get a, I get a hundred letters that tell me the same thing. What's the word on the street? <laughs> <laughs> yes, throw. Is there a chance? Well, is there any other type of project that you haven't done yet? That is so different from everything else that you're doing that you would like to do. Still. You know, I did a I, 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 I did a movie last year uh, called Fear Clinic that's actually being premiered at the LA Scream Fest this year. Which oh, that's great! Nice. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. And I realized that it's like as as much fun as I had doing that. I kind of honestly would rather be a voice actor, to be honest. Like I really. Because, I mean, a lot of the stuff that I watch is, is like, really cool animation, you know? And half the voices that are doing those are, like, the, the professionals, you know? Yeah. You've got the, the stars who are just basically being themselves. Yeah. And then you've got a million brilliant voice actors underneath them basically carrying the rest of the movie mm-hmm. for you. And I was like, well, I can do enough, you know, types of voices and, and add... You know, attitude and character to it, and, and do whatever like that. I, I mean, I would love to kind of try and, and do some stuff like that, even if it's just on, like, whether it's Adult Swim or uh, you know, just just regular sh- shit fucking shows. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. I mean, I would just I would love to do something like that because it just seems like it would be fun it because fun. it's harder. You know, I mean, acting in a movie. You know, you can you can do the long stunt pauses. <laughs> yeah, you can you can chew the scenery and just. <laughs> you know, so it's like being very stoic right now. <laughs> but with a, with a voice, with voice acting, you know, there's so much more that goes into it. You know, because you have to basically convey all that, but with your voice, and, yeah. and make sure that it lines up and links up. And you know, I I would just, I guess I'm just being a jerk. I, I would really just like to work with like John DiMaggio. Yeah, you did know? you watch his movie? I did. Yeah. It's fucking fantastic. Kind of like I was like, because I was, I was like, oh, I don't want to do voices. And stuff. Yeah, and then I right? watched that and I'm like. Oh, no. Uh, no, no, yeah. No, no. Like it's, I did a voice uh, for Uncle Grandpa, and then like in the room was Eric Bowser, who's this kid that's just like doing like you know teenage yeah. ninja. He's like doing yeah, everything, yeah, 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 yeah. and I'm like right next to him, and he's just like I have this one character that kind of yells, and he's doing like five other people. <laughs> right. And I'm just like, oh, maybe he should do mine too. <laughs> Fucking yeah, Dimaggio. Uh, uh, I'm actually recording. I I, I, do, I do a show called Sanjay and Craig, which I'm recording oh, yeah. today. Really? As a matter of fact. And it is, it is really fun. Yeah. But it does... It, it, the thing where it could fuck you up is for... Uh, well, I don't know. Maybe, maybe your voice is strong enough, but it does... It, does, like, it takes a lot of time. It chews your throat up oh, yeah, 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 yeah. really, really but bad. But that's no different than going into recording an yeah, album. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. I mean, especially with as, as many different voices that I use in like, my different bands and stuff. I mean, it's just about... If you can take care of it, you know, mm-hmm. you can do it. And a lot of those guys watching that movie actually made me realize is like they do a lot of the same warm ups that I do before I even go on stage, you know. So if you can take care of it and get through it, I mean, it's yeah. I mean, yeah. Maggio is a fucking. Um, he's a beast. He is a. He is a, he is yeah. a 
He Dude. is a tropical hurricane yeah. of amazing, <laughs> right? <laughs> Him and Billy West. I would just love Billy to be West. in a fucking room with those two Dude. and just listen to them just yeah. fucking almost like dueling, you know, yeah. like going back and forth. I, I did. A, I did. A, I did a thing for the Futurama last episode, and um, Billy and Maurice Lamarche were there. And I couldn't get my fucking phone out fast enough to record it, <laughs> but uh, but fu- uh, but Maurice, uh, they basically they did Brain and Stimpy. Oh, really? Shit. Yes. And oh, so like fuck. he, so Maurice is like, uh, "What do you want to do tonight, Br- uh, Stimpy?" And he's like, "Or no, he says, uh, what do you want to do tonight, Brain?'" Like they fucking and they did, they did. Uh, he basically did Stimpy as Pinky, and then Maurice did the brain, and they just they, and it went on for like a couple minutes, but I couldn't like my phone was caught in my pocket, like I couldn't get it out. That's and then finally, awesome. I I got it and I got recorded, so they were like, "Okay, see ya," and then yeah. they parted ways. Uh, like, God damn it! That's oh, fucking great. Do it again, please. Do it again. <laughs> what do you What do you think the state of horror films is uh, currently? It's you know I'm okay. I love horror movies. I think they need to fucking drop the found footage bullshit. Like, yeah, I'm so tired of it. Yeah, like and I, I'm sure there. I mean, there there are some that are good. And there are well, that's some the thing. There's that, always yeah. going to be one that like you're like, oh, okay, well that's good. There's certain movies that, I, and I can handle it. But I know a lot of people who they get violently ill. My wife is one of them. Like so, there's a lot of movies that even I would, even if I would like to see them. I can't go with my wife, you know, yeah. and we do shit together. I know that's weird, but, yeah. you know, me and my wife, we like to hang yeah. out together. What? It's yeah. crazy. What the hell are you talking about? But what I don't like with the, like, the, you know, people are doing the found footage and then they break the form yeah. just to suit their needs. Yeah, exactly. Like, I was just watching The Sacrament, the new Ty West one. Or yeah, and one. I haven't seen it. It's like, it's, it's like, you know, it's like them running around with the cameras, them putting the cameras in, like, you know, they're doing a pretty good job, but then, like, all of a sudden a guy starts, like, giving this, like, speech and there's all these angles. Yeah, and like, exactly. Well, don't. It's you like, know. oh, well, I'm sorry. Sorry, somebody just ran around with a fucking GoPro and made yeah. sure that, you know, we knew we were going to be able to cut through these yeah. different things. And that's why, like, stupid. Bobcat did, like, a really cool version of the found footage where it's, like, all the edits are in camera. Yeah. And so it's, like, he's, like, his whole thing is, like, he always thought, who's the creep that found tapes in the forest? And yeah. then I was, like, I'm going to edit all this together. Right. People being murdered. <laughs> and so his whole thing is, like, all the edits have to come from the person holding the camera. Yeah, yeah. And he's a very underrated director as he's well. He's fucking, he's fucking fantastic. Yeah. Um... But at one end of the spectrum, you've got the found footage stuff. And then at the other end of the spectrum, you have this interesting experiment that Universal is going to try and do with the, with the, with the monsters, you know, Wait, which they that? started with Dracula Untold. You know, they, the, their plan is to make the Universal monsters, basically, they're trying to build it towards an Avengers-type movie. Monster Squad remake. Wait, well, <laughs> <laughs> does uh, Wolverine got nerves? <laughs> I'm not sure that's what they're pushing yeah. for. I'm sure. I, you know, but that's... <laughs> That's what what from what I've read. This Dracula Untold is the first in the the line of that. Oh, the next one they're going to do is a is a Frankenstein type origin thing, building towards a, a big like Justice League slash Avengers type thing. So and I haven't seen Dracula Untold. I've heard it's really good, but I've heard it's not very scary. It's just like it's a fucking action movie. It's like well, oh really? Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. And I lo- I love Luke Evans. So I mean I'll go see it anyway. But. I don't know, man. Like, and the thing with the, the thing with horror, there's there's something missing right now. There's a, there's a hole in the genre that's missing, and with the purge came close with that kind of uncomfortable, like yeah. you're being hunted kind of thing. Which purge anarchy is much better than the first one. I didn't see that yet, but 
there's just something there's this there's something missing and I can't put my finger well, it's, on it's, it. It's it's the storytelling because what they yeah. you know what what's happened is they realize that um, horror movies are basically you know you can you can crank out high volume super yeah. cheap and you know spending a few million dollars on one movie it could catch yeah. the right yeah. weekend and then like boom a hundred million dollars and so they're just they're just cranking them out without yeah. really trying to find really interesting directors points of view stories it's they're they're more concerned about how's it going to keep going they're they're more more concerned about yeah. basically just keeping the genre yeah. everybody's full. looking for the franchise yeah, yeah. as I opposed mean, to like let's find you know let's yeah. find like a really cool well i enjoyed i enjoyed the conjuring and i thought to do yeah, like i did that. too i didn't see annabelle yet i but, haven't either but like it, like that's a cool i've heard it's see. really good yeah i heard yeah. it's really good too and that, i mean that's like <laughs> the fucking fifth series that james wan is that yeah. his name yeah. james yeah. wan yeah. it's like that's like the fifth movie he's made that's like had another yeah. movie made after it and i really i enjoyed the uh um the other ones that he did not saw but insidious, insidious. insidious i yeah, really yeah. enjoyed those you yeah. know because there was there was thought behind it and you you kind of came to like really care about the characters as well yeah. it's like you loved wilson you you know i mean you just you loved the family mm-hmm. so i think it's stories suffer and i think they're they're not making enough iconic characters either you don't have you're not seeing jason or freddie or yeah. michael or, right because you know it, 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 yeah and, and a lot of these like we move into a house and something crazy is happening, yeah. you know, because yeah. the, it was an orphanage and all these kids are angry. Uh, there's not really like, yeah. there's not really like a Chucky or a exactly. fu- yeah. like, and, no the, and the more they try to reboot it, the more they're watering down that whole, that the whole, the whole side of that pond. Yeah. They but focus, they, they got to focus on stories before scares. Exactly. Like, yeah. It's like the, all the, it's like, I mean, you want the scares to be good, but the scares aren't going to be good if the story isn't there to support the scares. And it's just like, oh, well, yeah. the thing just jumped out. Yeah, the I, best. Yeah, the best scary movie I've seen in the last four or five years was Cabin in the Woods. Cabin oh, was so good! Fucking genius! So good. I, thought, I thought your next was a, like a similar like take on yeah, like, you know, like just like horror, like that genre of just mm-hmm. the home invasion stuff. Uh, you know, Ty West has been doing. I mean, I liked House of the Devil a lot. I loved. Uh, See, I've. Here's me. I'm. I, that's queued up in my Netflix thing. Yeah, yeah. I still haven't seen it. It's good. So. It's really. Um. You know, it's like he. It's a. You know, early '80s. It looks really dark. It's, yeah. It, I mean, yeah. I. And it's like it looks great. Yeah. The music's good, and like you know, you got Tom Noonan in there, who was like, I'm a huge <laughs> Tom shit. Noonan fan. Yeah, totally. And then uh, what was the other one he made? Uh, oh, Innkeepers with Pat Healy, which is another like it's like a, another really good creepy. Huh. You know, all right. I'll definitely I'll check those two. Yeah, out. but very much of like they're very stylistically towards that kind of things are just creepy. Like you, know, you yeah. like the characters of you know the the people, not the villains. Yeah. Kind of I'm trying well, to what, what about you? I mean, what what have you seen lately that? Um, my 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 viewing lately hasn't been really amazing. You know, what's funny <laughs> is that I'll go to, I'll just I'll just go surf iTunes and see like oh what what horror movies are coming out, and there's just like a glut of movies that. Did, may, if they hit the theater, it was for like a second. Right? Yeah. It's well, like, what the fuck are all these? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, but th- I think that's the future of the horror, though. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to see fewer and fewer horror movies coming out in theaters unless it gets that big push. Yep. VOD is the big thing for that. Yeah. And there's so, good stuff. Uh, I mean, like, I went to a Fantastic Fest, and a lot of the movies I saw there, um, are, I think, are just going straight to VOD, like mm-hmm. the new Takashi Miike. Uh, and the, uh, uh, what, oh, that guy Yarvo. He's friends with, like, James Gunn and those guys. But he made oh, a movie yeah, called yeah. The Hive. That was uh, that's like pretty cool. It's yeah. a pretty cool horror movie, you know. Huh. Uh, but yeah, there's like yeah, I think it's all gonna just go that way, which is fine. But there's which, nothing like seeing it in the theater. Think about it though. VOD is the new uh, video rental 
place around the corner, yeah. you know, because that's where I mean, I would that's where I would see a lot of sh- shit was the video rental place, yeah. you know. The horse so, sections were always the biggest. Sections. Exactly, yeah. and they were the ones that they were the ones that they they had the most faded. Uh, photocopies yeah, because yeah. they were always like, yeah. you know, in the window and you were constantly taking them out. Yep. So I saw a lot of stuff like that. I, we couldn't afford to go and see them in the movie theater. So I rented a lot of shit, you know? So I think VOD is slowly becoming the, the, the new video rental store, yep. you know, to spend hours in the video store trying to determine <laughs> the sexual content based on the title and the box. Yeah. yeah. Do we have that conversation <laughs> on the podcast before? What was the, feel, what, was like the have... <laughs> what was the movie? And it was in every fucking video rental store. It was the one with uh, Alec Baldwin. He's on the cover with no shirt on. It's like Miami Blue or something like that. To this day, I've never seen it, but it just looks so fucking horrible. Miami Blue? Miami Blue? And he's holding a gun. You know, he's got the he's got the Baldwin face yeah, on. Sounds so fucking familiar. You know what I'm saying? There's like, so many movies it was always on the corner. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> it was always on the corner shelf too. Yeah. It's like you'd always be walking. It's like I can't find it. Was up? And there's fucking Miami Blue. Right there. <laughs> no one, oh, no one there's, mentioned a, that. there's a really good Australian horror movie coming out um, called Baba Duke, which is yeah. an amazingly creepy. Really, huh. really fucking creepy. And it's kind of like it's like there's no gore. There's no real like uh like you know like. Like you know, blood or anything like that. It's yeah. just like all just fucking like, like the whole like movie. You're just like constantly. You get exhausted because you get like tense up and let go. Okay, I, d- I definitely want to see. Yeah, that, look up then. the trailer. It's a uh, real creepy. It's basically huh. it's like a, a haunted pop up book. Then like the, the per- <laughs> and like even like the scene when the lady's looking through the pop up book. Yeah. is frightening. Nice. It's like it's just really well done. Nice. Well, I think we're we're at an hour, Corey Taylor. Really? Yeah, this is an hour hour ten. Can you believe that? It just flew by. We just got started. I know. This <laughs> really? I don't want to go to work. This was <laughs> this took longer than your flight from Vegas. Yeah, I know. Well, this was worth it. I'm so honest. glad that we were able to to get you on. And yeah, you know, man. there was a minute where they're like, "Oh, his flight's gonna be," and he was like, "And you said, no, I'm coming in. Want to make this happen?" Yeah, we. I switched my flight uh, two hours early. So I appreciate just, that. Like, oh, I, dude, you have no idea. I, I admire that. I admire that moxie from a guest. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> you got a lot of spunk there. You got a lot of spunk there, kid. Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, we gotta some... do this again, say. Sweet gams there. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait. I mean, I shouldn't have said it that way. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, hey, you know what? I, I do work my leg. <laughs> <laughs> do squats, lunges, yeah, yeah, yeah. squat thrusts. I don't want to brag. I know yeah, my yeah, way yeah. around it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> anyway. anyway. Now it's so weird. Yeah. Yeah. Shirts off there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I crush a cherry. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go to the gym. <laughs> what you're going to do is go to the gym and crush a cherry. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Christ. Corey Taylor. Oh, to promote something. When's oh, that? Okay. When's that fest? Uh, 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 oh God, I got nothing. October twenty first. Uh, uh, new Slipknot album. Point five. The Great Chapter drops. Uh, October twenty fourth, twenty fifth. Not fest at San Bernardino. Uh, and then two days after that, the Prepare for Hell tour, which we're doing with Corn, uh, starts to move across America and leave a weird snail trail of evil. Great. Uh, and that's about, well, and then uh, uh, next year, uh, my, the movie I'm in, Fear Clinic, comes out, I think, in February. And then my new book, You're Making Me Hate You, Justin Bieber Dicks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Justin Bieber Dicks. I'm so getting Bieber fucking Dicks. sued. It's awesome. Um, uh, that comes out, I think, in June. So, uh, cool. yeah. So, Excellent. yeah. 
Thanks for having me. This is, a, this is a blast. Thank well, thank you. Man. It was good thank you. with you. Yeah, I wore good. my really nice Iron Man yeah. shirt. Iron Man shirt. <laughs> Not only Iron Man, but Iron Man versus Doctor Doom. Oh. Which we'll never fucking see. Metal no. on metal. But maybe a Civil War. Maybe uh, maybe Cap Fingers Iron crossed. Man. Uh, Fingers crossed. We'll see how that works we'll, out in we'll see. 2016. Yeah. 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 <laughs> As I sit here and spin my plate. <laughs> Come on, guys. What are we supposed to do? Now leaving Nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito. For more than two centuries, the White House has been the stage for some of the most dramatic scenes in American history. Inspired by the hit podcast American History Tellers, Wondery and William Morrow present the new book, The Hidden History of the White House. Each chapter will bring you inside the fierce power struggles, the world-altering decisions, and shocking scandals that have shaped our nation. You'll be there when the very foundations of the White House are laid in 1792, and you'll watch as the British burn it down in 1814. Then you'll hear the intimate conversations between FDR and Winston Churchill as they make plans to defeat Nazi forces in 1941. And you'll be in the Situation Room when President Barack Obama approves the raid to bring down the most infamous terrorist in American history. Pre-order The Hidden History of the White House now in hardcover or digital editions wherever you get your books.